Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here is here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got a strong finish to the week this week. Uh, really all around, all of our major indexes finished higher on the day, but the Dow, the S&P, and the Russell 2000 all finishing higher on the week, but the NASDAQ continues to be our laggard here and was the laggard on the day and was our one major index to finish lower on the week this week, but still a pretty solid week all around for our major indexes given everything that's going on right now. Uh, continued states going to either curfews or lockdowns and of course the election uncertainty, something we've been talking about here quite a bit. Uh, and the evidence just continues to come in. Folks, this is getting, has been and continues to get more and more interesting. Continue to hear more and more about the number of signed affidavits from people who were working at voting stations. And maybe the one of the biggest stories that's really starting to catch some traction now is what happened with the Dominion software uh, used in all over the country, not in every state. I know it's not used here in Texas, but especially in some of these swing states where the votes were pretty close, where people are speculating. I'm not going to dive too deep into this, but all kinds of errors going on with this system. Glitches, so they say glitches, sounds more like a feature that they were trying to utilize of votes switching from Trump to Biden or just not counted altogether. So there's a lot to cover on this topic here. Uh, can't get into all of it today. I think this is might be one of the most interesting pieces. I am a big fan of following data science. I'm may not be a data scientist myself, but I've been following these people who are data scientists and just the field in general for years now. And some of the people who I follow are some of the best in the world. Um, and so for years, I followed, of course, Michael Berry, who isn't a, technically a data scientist by trade, but incredibly bright guy. If you saw the movie The Big Short, played by Christian Bale, one of the guys who helped expose the, really the criminality of what was happening in 2008. And, of course, he made a lot of money off of that. So that's just one big name uh, that I wanted to throw out there. But there's a lot of people in this space. And it's getting really interesting here because many of these people are liberal-leaning, left-leaning. A lot of them are Democrats even, which right now I think that makes their, more observa their observations even much more interesting. They saw the data, and since they love looking at data, they were curious. They kept hearing about these irregularities in the vote to totals, and they started to ask questions themselves. And now they're really starting to take deep dives into the data here, and they're starting to raise some red flags as to what's going on. And, of course, even at the end of the day, no matter which way you lean, Republican, Democrat, I think we can all agree that we need to ensure that we have a fair, free, legitimate electoral system here in the United States. There was a poll done, you know, a few years ago um, that showed 68% of Americans uh, were did not have faith in the electoral system. It's just interesting. Biden's chief of staff actually made that comment on there. We put this out to our members. He commented on there, that's because they are. Uh, it's basically saying 
there, there's a reason why this many people are skeptical of our electoral system. This is something that we've needed to get to the bottom of for years now. So this is the opportunity to, to do so. And it's great to see that we have people like this in the United States that are data scientists. These people are citizen scientists. They don't work for the government. So to me, that's really reassuring. I have faith that with enough people who are citizen scientists digging into this, that if there was widespread fraud or minor fraud, whatever it may be, that hopefully they will be able to uncover that. And again, the fact that they're not all conservatives makes it that much better because the media will be unable to say that it's purely politically motivated. They're just trying to get Trump in. No, a lot of these people didn't vote for Trump themselves. So if they uncover this, what more legitimate source could you have than that? So these data scientists know just as well as we do that without a legitimate voting system, our country would no longer be a beacon of freedom. And so I'm looking forward to following them more. And folks, we are locked in here to this here. Everything that's unfolding, we're going to continue to be updating our clients regularly here. So come and join us at VRAinsider.com and uh, let's see what we can uncover. If you have any details you'd like to send our way, we'd love to take a look through it. We'll, we vet everything, uh, question it every way that we possibly can before we bring it to people. That's what we love to do here. All right, so let's take a look back at our, at our markets now. As I mentioned, it was a strong finish to the week. Uh, three out of our four major indexes finishing higher on the week, but the NASDAQ, again, finishing negative here. And that has been continuing this, this conversation about the rotation to value again. And we saw that today. Industrials, materials, financials all had strong days to, today. They were the sectors that were leading. But we've seen this story a few times over the last few years. So in, in the grand scheme of things, it's too early to tell if this is the actual rotation happening or if it is another head fake. And we talk about tech here all the time on our podcast. Uh, so you know that we love to see tech leading the market. Now, that's not to say that with value names, we couldn't still ha have and sustain a bull market. But like we've been talking about here, it would likely be a much more subdued market if value is leading. So there are some bonuses to that, though. Like today, we saw small caps leading the way. And when small caps are strong, it's usually a good sign for the American economy, uh, given that these companies are U.S.-based. They aren't multinational companies. And with some states, again, continuing to talk about implementing either lockdowns or curfews for coronavirus, it's good to see our small caps climbing that wall of worry right now. So it's not all bearish out there right now. The Russell 2000 finished up over 2% on the day to 1,744. We were followed there by the Dow Jones, which remains less than 100 points away from its all-time closing high right now, up 1.37% today to 29,479. We're followed there by the S&P 500, up a very similar 1.36% to 3,585. And lastly, the NASDAQ, our laggard, still had a strong day though, up over 1% to 11,829. Uh, one other thing I wanted to point out here is Kip mentioned on the podcast yesterday, yesterday we got in the AAII Investor Sentiment Survey. And bullish investors hit their highest level since January 2018, and it was a huge jump up 
It was the largest weekly jump for bulls since July of 2010. Now, for us here at the VRA, we're contrarians. So from that point of view, seeing bullish sentiment rise so quickly is a sign of caution for us here. Also, though, in a similar sentiment uh, note, we also saw U.S. inflows of $32 billion, uh, the second largest on record. So typically, though, when the public comes in like this late to, to a big rally, that's likely retail investors. And that tends to happen at the end of a big move, not at the beginning. So, you know, we still are medium to long-term bullish here. But in the short term, we're going to be a little bit more cautious. We took some profits in a position yesterday, uh, but we'll be ready to act once this market gets onto its footing here. Just a lot of uncertainty going on right now. Uh, But we also continue to get strong earnings, something that we haven't talked about here a whole lot this week, given everything that's going on. But earnings really flying under the radar for everybody, I think, right now. But they do continue to be strong. So check this out from Earnings Scout. Before today, 459 companies had reported Q3 earnings. 84% of those have beaten on earnings per share estimates and have done so by a big amount, over 18%. 75% of those companies have also topped sales estimates. And to give you an idea of how much better this is than most people were expecting, on June 1st of this year, uh, Wall Street, the general consensus was that earnings growth was going to be down over 27%. Uh, a, a year over year. Today, it's, it's looking like that number will be closer to 5.5% down. So that is a big improvement here. And as long as we can continue to avoid lockdowns, this economic recovery can live on. And that's exactly what we want to see here. We love being bullish on the U.S. economy. Uh, it's, it's counter to our nature a lot of the time to want to bet against the U.S. economy. Looking at our internals on the day, it was almost a complete reversal from yesterday's losses. I mean, almost exactly a mirror image here. Advanced decline was roughly 4 to 1 negative yesterday, and today, just under 4 to 1 positive on the day-to-day for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. New 52-week highs to lows continue to come back strong here, over 10 to 1 positive on the day. A little bit lighter on the numbers, but still strong. I mean, 171 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 17 hitting new 52-week lows. And lastly here, volume. Yesterday, volume was 3 to 1 negative on the NYSE. Today, came back almost 4 to 1 positive. Again, almost a mirror image of yesterday. Same with the NASDAQ, nearly 2 to 1 negative volume yesterday. Today, came back just over 2 to 1 positive. So strong day from the internals, strong day from our markets. Um, Looking at our sectors, we saw it as well. 11 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors finished higher on the day today. And we were led by energy, which was interesting as oil getting hit today. I'll get to more on that in a second. We were followed there by real estate, industrials, materials, and financials. And then our laggard on the day. Still solid day here, but tech was our laggard on the day. That's not what you want to see. Still, the semis were up a percent and a half, so not a bad day from the semis. But we talk about this here often. We want to see tech leading the market and semis leading tech. That's just, it, it, that is not what we have seen. We've seen uh, outperformance of value for the last week. So, 
something to, to watch for there. Again, I mean, if we do get a rotation to value, it doesn't mean that the bull market can't live on. But we prefer the big, exciting rallies of a tech market. We love innovation here. Um, and innovation does best in times of uncertainty, which that is what has been upon us since the beginning of coronavirus insanity. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now up 0.68% on the day to 1,886 an ounce. And what we want to see from this group is mining stocks outperforming the commodity itself. And we saw that today. GDX, the mining ETF, outperformed gold by over 2 to 1 on the day today. So solid day there from the group. And another thing we want to see in this group, silver leading the way as far as the metals go. And silver led the way today, up now 1.64% to $24.70 an ounce. Copper, having a solid day as well, uh, still right at about its highest level since June of 2018, up 1% today to $3.17 an ounce. Oil, as I mentioned, falling today, down a pretty big 2.43%, holding on to $40 a barrel right now, though, at $40.13 a barrel. Lastly for today... Bitcoin continues its climb, holding strongly above that $16,000 a Bitcoin mark now. Excuse me. Up seven-tenths of 1%, just over that, to 16268 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.